You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones, here with your midday news for Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. United Bank of Iowa recently donated more than $2,200 to the United Way of Carroll County to assist at-risk families from the region. The money was raised through the UBI's United Together Makes the Difference Cause Day effort, which was created with the goal of providing employees an opportunity to make a difference in the communities their branches serve. On the second and fourth Friday of each month, employees can donate $5 and dress casually to work by wearing their United Together t-shirts. The bank matches donations up to $1,000 and the total is presented to one cause drawn from suggestions from UBI's 35 locations. The $2,241 donated to the United Way of Carroll County is used to fund programs that help kids stay in school, provide food to individuals in need, aid people searching for jobs, and more. Since 2020, UBI has donated nearly $122,000 to 56 causes in their service area. A photo from the donation is included with this story on our website. The city of Lake City welcomed its new city administrator, Jacob Matthews, this week as he officially takes over at the helm of community operations. Interim city administrator Lee Vogt has served in the role since October after Eric Wood, the former admin, resigned following his arrest for allegedly falsifying Iowa Law Enforcement Academy certification documents for former officers in the town's department. Matthews graduated from Utah State University in 2008 with a degree in business management and earned his master's in public administration from the University of Utah in 2013. For the past decade, he has worked in multiple fields for municipal governments. My government service has spanned several agencies and several states. I worked in a couple different counties in Utah in a variety of positions, did some consulting work for some health departments, help them with their strategic planning, budgeting, some pretty high-level projects. From Utah, I went out to Colorado. I was a analyst for them, and I ran their early warning system. Before coming to Lake City, Matthews served as the city manager for the city of Fairbury, Nebraska from July through November of last year. His employment there ended due to a difference in viewpoints between himself and city officials. Matthews says he learned of the opening in Lake City soon after it became available and was immediately interested. The first thing when I saw Lake City, I saw the tagline and I said, this community has some pizzazz and I like that. Everything but a lake. I just thought that was so unique and that really caught my eye. And as I started researching the community and started talking with people, I, I, I came to the realization just how interconnected the community is here and, and just how many good and wonderful people there are. There's just a real sense of neighborliness here, which you're not going to find in every community. Public trust at Lake City Hall has diminished somewhat after challenges in the Lake City Police Department led to the hire of a new police chief, Dan Schaefer, and the community has been without a full-time administrator for nearly five months. Matthews says he hopes to restore the public's faith. I am here to serve the people of this community. This is my community too. This is my home now. I want people to feel very comfortable in the things that we're doing, that the intention is always in their best interest, and I just want this community to thrive and just do amazing. There's been some rough patches in the past, but something I bring to the table is integrity. I'm huge on that, so I always want to do what's right. 
Matthews' family has already relocated to Lake City. He and his wife, Carolyn, have three children, ages 8, 6, and 3, and they look forward to getting to know their new neighbors in the coming months. He encourages residents to stop by City Hall during office hours to introduce themselves and bring any concerns they may have to his attention. And a Humboldt man was convicted earlier this week in Sac County District Court for sexually abusing a minor in Auburn nine years ago. According to Sac County District Court records, 53-year-old Robert Joseph Schultz Jr. pled guilty to second-degree sexual abuse, a Class B felony, and was sentenced Monday to up to 10 years in prison for the November 2014 incident with a 12-year-old in Auburn. The Sac County Sheriff's Office opened an investigation into the allegations in 2019, leading to the conviction. Schultz was also ordered to be placed on the Iowa Sex Offender Registry for the remainder of his life. And we are going to be taking a quick break here, folks. We'll be right back. More news is on the way after this on KCIM. Hey, Tommy, I need a new vehicle. I got you. We have 2022 and 2023 models in stock or coming soon. I think a four-wheel drive or an all-wheel drive would be good. I got you. I have Jeep Cherokees, a Wagoneer, a Compass. How about a Wrangler? Durango? Charger? I might need a truck. I got you. We have half tons and three-quarter tons in stock. Well, with the girls at home, maybe a Pacifica? I got you. We have Pacificas in stock with all-wheel drive or even a hybrid. Sweet. Let's take a look. Come on down to Champion here in Rockwell City. Champion, your Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer. Attention truck drivers in Carroll and Corning. There are a lot of employment options out there. You want full-time work with excellent pay and awesome benefits because you're worth it. Darling Ingredients is looking for drivers at their Carroll and Corning locations. And you're home every night. If you have a Class A or B CDL, call now. 402-417-5975. That's 402-417-5975. Or go to DarlingII.com and find out that you're worth a lot more to Darling Ingredients. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. The latest economic survey of supply managers in Iowa and eight other Midwestern states shows the business barometer falling to its worst January level in 15 years. Creighton University economist Ernie Goss says the monthly report ranks the region's economy on a 0 to 100 scale, and he says fears about a recession are growing. The overall reading was down from 47.1 last month, December, to 47 this month. Obviously, neither of those readings are good. They're both below growth neutral. And it's the lowest January recording that we've had since, uh, since 2008. So it was not a good month. The survey's Individual Business Conditions Index for Iowa dropped to 47.0 in January, down from December's 47.8. Respondents in the nine state were asked to name and rank what they see as the top threats to their business and to the economy in coming months. Supply chain disruptions were number one, higher input prices number two, and recession number three. So what was surprising is Finding and hiring qualified workers, labor shortages, was not in the top six. So that was a, uh, a surprise to me. The survey points to slow, no, or negative growth in the months ahead, Goss says, likely through the second quarter. Looking ahead six months, the survey's confidence index, which gauges economic optimism on a 0 to 100 scale, rose from 23 in December to 25 in January, which is still a very low rating. Almost 26% reported workforce reductions. 
So instead of gaining, we're reducing work, the work size of the workforce. The overall region, when we look at compared to pre-COVID levels, we're almost even. In other words, we're down about 6,800 workers in the entire nine-state region from February of 2020. Only four of the nine states have rebounded to higher employment levels since the start of the pandemic, Arkansas, Missouri, Nebraska, and South Dakota. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, Iowa's average inflation-adjusted hourly wage fell by 3.7 percent during 2022 as things cost more, people making less money there. Following close to two months of rising prices, fuel costs in the state held steady over the past week, according to the Iowa Department of Agriculture and AAA Iowa. As of Wednesday, February 1st, the cost for a gallon of regular unleaded gasoline averaged $3.34, a one-cent increase from last week and 15 cents higher than a year ago. The national average on Wednesday stood at $3.50 per gallon, a two-cent shift. Retail diesel prices dropped one cent to 4.29 per gallon compared to 3.55 last year. The national average on February 1st was recorded at $4.68 per gallon. Wholesale ethanol was unchanged from $2.16. As for home heating fuels, propane prices held steady with a statewide average of $1.94 per gallon. Home heating oil costs fell six cents to 3.71 per gallon, and natural gas prices at the Henry Hub reporting site fell 39 cents to $2.57 per MMBTU. And a bill introduced in the Iowa House would require that school library catalogs be posted online and teachers would have to list all the instructional materials they plan to use. The concept was considered in the House and Senate last year, but did not become law. Melissa Peterson of the Iowa State Education Association says parents should have access to school curriculum, but the bill would prevent teachers from adding new materials that could benefit students. And the number of things that can occur on a daily basis, if not hourly basis, that could have relevance in the classroom, that really would help connect whatever is happening from an instructional material standpoint to um, what is happening in the world around us. Supporters of the legislation say parents have a right to know what materials will be used in their child's classroom and to opt out of anything they object to. Another House bill calls for a fine of up to $5,000 against a school district that violates the ban on teaching certain ideas about racism and sexism. Under a 2021 state law, schools are not allowed to teach that Iowa or the U.S. are fundamentally racist. Republican Representative Stephen Holt of Denison says setting up fines would send the message that the law must be followed. It would appear to us uh, that this hasn't been complied with in some school districts, that it has been blatantly ignored in some school districts, or that they're just simply trying to play word games and keep doing the same thing. If that bill does become law, the Iowa Department of Education would field any complaints that a school is teaching those concepts and determine if a district should be fined. And that is going to wrap up your look at the midday news here on KCIM. For these stories and many more, check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com or through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.